Welcome to Amber Fourth Manor, comedy drama series written by Patrick MacDonald and Jacqueline Tevlin. Series 2, Episode 1, A New Venture. What happened to my medals? What medals? Now my medals. I, I, I asked Arthur to display them on the mantelpiece here. Oh, those things. They were a dust trap, so I got rid of them. You did what? I got rid of them. You're retired now. Why would you need them? Of course I need them. Where have you put them? And what are those things doing on the mantelpiece? Oh, those are my beach volleyball Olympic medals. Much better. And where are mine? I don't know. I put them in drawers somewhere. Now what drawer? I don't know. So many drawers in this house. So many places. It's not important. I have an idea and we need to discuss it. But I need them. They're important to me. Oh, of course, darling. Later we look for them together. It will be fun. But now... I need to talk to you about serious matter. My military service is, is very important. Is serious to I know, darling, but of more seriousness, we have no monies. You retire, you tell me you get pension, but when I look, your pension is tiny. Not what a woman expects from husband. So we need to make monies and I have idea. When I look at you now, you old man, not young like me. So old peoples, what do they need? Then it comes to me. Funeral parlor. This is what you need. Old people always dying. Will always be in need, yes? But what about all the money you got from the James Bond film? Oh, it's spent. Good causes in Bulgaria. Little orphans, some farmland, donkeys, and amputees. You know, like Lord Bosom with wooden legs. Anyway, you not die yet. You have many years left, many years of usefulness. But we need money. I want to travel to see the world. But your pension only gave me to Yarmouth. It's no good, you see. I need Rome, Paris, Sydney, New York. You give me Clacton. But I don't like abroad. I saw enough of that in the army. There's no way you can get a decent cup of tea and when you do, there's sand in it. Yes, Clacton is same. And where's all the money coming from to run a funeral business anyway? I get advice. You take money from pension pots. But we'll need that money to provide us with an income. If you take money out of it now, there won't be an income. Or well, it's not nearly enough to live on. I take advice from James. I look at return on business investment, life expectancy, opportunity costs. My calculations show there won't be enough years left for income purposes. More money from funerals. Plus, we take our business loan. What, what do you mean, not enough years left? I'm sorry, darling, but your health is not good. Too much weight, not enough exercise. We have to be realistic. James, our old butler, tells me this. Right, well, that's it. I've just had enough of all this nonsense. 
you can run a funeral business, but it is not going to involve me. Not even as a potential customer. Uh, you're, 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 uh, someone to see you, Colonel. I thought he only had the horn for visitors, Daddy. Yes, indeed. <laughs> he seems to make an exception for you. I'll speak to him. Olga, have you told Daddy about your idea yet? Yes, we're just discussing it. It's brilliant, isn't it? It will be such fun, and I have just the name for it. Brightside Funerals. Great, isn't it? Funeral parlours are so gloomy and end of days. Owls will be full of colour and light with scented candles and wind chimes and music. It'll be fantastic. Yes, marvellous idea. And perhaps we can throw in some uh, aromatherapy massages for the relatives of the deceased as well. Oh, Daddy, that's a wonderful idea. We could include them in the menu as an upgrade. Olga and I have been looking at themed funerals too. We could do a woodland burial with a hamper. T uh, sorry, what, why would anyone get buried in a hamper? Oh, it's a thing now, Daddy. It's called a green burial because everything's compostable. And we could arrange a picnic with it too. Ah, yes, as long as people choose their sandwiches from the right hamper, of course. <laughs> oh, Daddy, you're not taking this seriously. But I'm not taking this seriously. Um, um, Mr... What, what was your name again? Hardy, you hard-of-hearing old... Have they told you? I heard that. I can still hear, you know. Oh, never mind. Father, have they told you yet? If you mean the funeral business, then yes, they have. Seems I'm the last one to find out, as usual. It's a brilliant idea, isn't it? I also know what we could call it. I was thinking we could call it the 19th hole. Not everyone plays golf, Hardy. Doesn't really work for cremations either. What about, um, Stiff's R Us? Now, that's a name to conjure with. Daddy, that's terrible. It's not even funny. Well, it's true enough, though, isn't it? Enough nonsense. Laurel is right. We call it bright side. It's optimistic, like me. Funerals should be fun. English funerals, terrible. Too many people crying. No one sings the happy side. What happy side? Good things come from funerals. Money is left in wills. Sometimes some nice jewellery, some rings, some brooches, sometimes houses. Zenza is God. You die, you go to heaven. Why is that bad? Why do people cry? They should be happy. And, and what about hell? Why you worry about this? Only dead persons go to hell. It's not a problem for anyone else. But they might be upset for their dearly departed has gone to hell. How they know where they go? If they go to heaven, everyone happy. If they go to hell, then they must have deserved it. So still everybody happy. See no reason to cry. Well, you can all sort it out between you. I, I've got better things to do, like finding my medals for a start. He didn't exactly sound keen, did he? Oh, he has no imagination. We do it and then he see. 
What do you think, Laurel? Yes, let's do it. A family decision. It'll be fun. He's back again. Who's back again? That Simpson fellow. <laughs> Second time this month. I don't think Laurel has yet recovered from the last time. She was halfway through doing his makeup when he woke up. I'll ring his wife. Laurel, are you all right? Yes, I'm fine. At least I was expecting it this time. I just let him sleep. I wouldn't mind if he climbed inside Mr Emery's coffin. Oh, God, no. That was one of our themed coffins. The Great Escape Special. You know, the replica of the Steve McQueen motorbike. The, uh, the one with the handlebars? Exactly. I've just finished doing a wreath of barbed wire for it. Please tell me you used real barbed wire. Father, I'm not that daft. I used a bit of pyracantha, gave it a bit of silver paint spray. I'm quite pleased with it, actually. Well, you might be pleased with it, but it nearly had my eye out. Well, surely you could see you needed to be careful around it. It does look like barbed wire after all. Well, it might be to you, mate, but to everyone else, it just looks like your bog-standard wreath. Just a bit more Christmassy than normal. I'll ring Mrs Simpson and get her to collect her husband. Hello? Is that Mrs Simpson? Sorry to bother you, but I'm afraid we've got your husband again. Yes, he's back. No, no, we haven't spoken to him yet. He's still asleep. The point is, would you mind collecting him? No, we've spoken to the nursing home. They said they've got no one available to collect him until this evening. Yes, OK, I understand you don't want to cancel your hair appointment, but we really can't keep him. But Mrs Simpson, this is your husband. You can't really expect us... No, I'm sorry, but I must insist you must come and collect him now. Yes, yes, thank you. And? One of us is going to have to take him back to the nursing home. Well, that was masterfully done, wasn't it? Give me the phone. Mrs Simpson? Laurel, if you remember, I dealt with your husband last time. I understand from Hardy that you're unable to collect your husband because of a hair appointment. Well, look, I'm on break soon, so why don't I bring him down to you at the hairdressers and you can take him back from there? No, no, it's no bother, honestly. I could do it in fresh air anyway. Yes, it's fine, honestly. I really don't mind. Ah, well, if you're sure, you don't mind collecting him. Well, that's marvellous. See you shortly. Right, she's coming over now to pick him up. I'll make the poor sod a cup of tea while he's waiting. I'm not surprised he's demented after living with her. I bet most of his friends thought he was demented when he married her. Good. Right, well, I'm done here. I'm just going to nip back to the house. Got some stuff I need to deal with there, and uh, then I might go to town for a bit. That's fine, Father. It's fairly quiet here anyway. <laughs> So there's no point in you hanging around. Great. Well, catch up with you later then. Hallyhoo. I really must get some WD-40 for that door. Makes this place sound like a haunted house. Not really appropriate for a funeral business. Upsets the relatives. Has anyone seen my cat? Oh, hello. You're a bit of all right, aren't you? 
Oh, Mr. Simpson, you're very naughty. I asked you to stay in the room. I couldn't stay there. It had a coffin in it. And it were cold. Do you have a boyfriend? Mr. Simpson, you're very sweet, but you're a married man. And uh, no, I don't. Well, I could be your boyfriend. But you're married. Am I? Who said? Mrs. Simpson. Margaret. Your wife. Oh, I don't have a wife. Have you seen my cat? Who is this man? Gosh, you look like our work. Still, I like a challenge. Do you have a boyfriend? This is Mr. Simpson. He was just making inquiries. What are you doing this evening? We could make such sweet music. Oh, you leave now, yes? Inquiry finished. Laurel, please deal with this. Laurel? That's a funny name for a girl. That's a boy's name. Oh, it's a long story, Mr Simpson. Is it? Oh, I like stories. Tell me the story. Oh, well, Daddy named me after Stan Laurel. He really liked Laurel and Hardy. Laurel and Hardy? Oh, well, I love them. Do you know them, then? They're dead, Mr. Simpson. Are they? Well, that's terrible. When did this happen? Who are you? I'm Mr. Hardy. I work here. But you just said you were dead. I'm not that Hardy. I'm a different Mr. Hardy. Well, you lost a lot of weight. I'll give you that. I always thought you were the funny one. The way you feel with your tie... It made me laugh fit to burst. I'm not... Oh, never mind. Laurel? Now, come along, Mr Simpson. Let's see if we can find the tea things and I'll make you a nice cup of tea while we wait for your wife. But I don't have a wife. Are we going on a date? Is she coming too? I'm not sure if I can manage the both of you. You're a very funny man, Mr Simpson. I'm sure that's what your wife loves about you. Can I take your arm? Yes. Ah, uh, that's a little high, Mr. Simpson. Look, that's better. I think you've got a lovely figure. Oh, thank you. That's very kind. What is wrong with that man? Dementia. He's a little touched. How touched? Who is touching him? No, he's not all there. Mentally, I mean. Oh, you mean he a loony bin? Is this what you say? Well, I wouldn't. It's not very woke. Who is woke? Please to speak English. Loonies, we have some in my country. Farmers, they all loony. Farmers? Hungarian land, it makes you loony. Everyone knows this. Where is husband? Oh, I think he's gone back to the house. He said something about meeting some of the national heritage people. Oh, I told him I meet him here. What heritage peoples? I don't know. He just said he had a meeting. I don't believe this. I think he played with train set. I don't know. I, I'm sure he would have said... He play with train set. I know this man. We have many like him in Bulgaria, but they in government. He alone in shared with train set. I ring him now. 
I don't think he can get a signal in the shed. Is that English joke? No, no, I, I just think you won't get through to him. I go back, I find him there. I ask him where he hide heritage people in his shed. Dad? Olga's on her way back. I told you you were seeing some National Heritage people. What? No, they give grants for old buildings. No, I don't think they do model railways. Anyway, she didn't believe me. No, I can't get her back. She's gone. Right. Okay, she won't be happy if you're not there. Yes, yes, I know what you mean. Well, if you're not there when she arrives, she'll be heading straight back here. And I don't fancy... Well, okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to make myself scarce as well. Laurel will have to deal with her. Yes, bye then. Bye. Bye. Bye! Ah, hello, Mrs Simpson. And how are we today? I must say your hair looks very nice. Well, I can't see how that's the case, considering I had to leave the hairdressers halfway through them blow-drying it. Where's that fool of a husband? Oh, Laurel's just taken him through to make him some tea. Wait here and I'll go and fetch him for you. Harold, I'm sick and tired of running around after you. you why can't you just stay put? Who is this woman? Oh, I don't like the look of her. What's wrong with her hair? This is your lovely wife, Mr Simpson. She's come to collect you. She ain't my wife. Is she? Are you my wife? Come on, stop your nonsense. I'm taking you back to the nursing home. Are we really married? This is most upsetting. I want to stay here. Look, I really don't have time. Give me your arm. Right, come on, let's be having you. Oh dear, poor man. Did you see the way she dragged him through that door? Well, you mustn't be too hard on her. It must be very difficult coping with someone like that. Well, she doesn't cope, does she? She's got him banged up in our nursing home. Yes, but still, it must be so upsetting for her seeing him like that. You see the best in everyone, don't you? I wish I had your patience with people. I prefer them when they're dead. Easier to handle. Hardy, that's a terrible thing to say. Sorry, feeling a little irritable, if I'm honest. I'm trying, but Father's wife is really grating on me. Everyone's frightened of her. Father, most of all. Oh, Uncle's all right. She's just had a very tough time, that's all. She grew up in terrible poverty, you know. Hard to believe, given her talent for making money. Look, would you mind if I snuck off for a bit? I've got a match at the weekend and I need to practice my putting. Of course I don't. It's quiet anyway at the moment. I'm sure I'll manage. Great. Well, I'll be off then. Oh, and by the way, Olga's gone back to the house to look for father. But I don't think she's going to find him. And I'll expect she'll be ending up back here. Oh, that's fine. Do you know where he is? Train set. Ah, right. Enough said then. Hello. You look familiar. Mr Simpson, where's your wife? What wife? I don't have a wife. Any chance of a cuppa? 
I could murder a tea. Oh, yes, of course. Come through and I'll make you one. Do you have any biscuits? I'm very fond of a hobnob, you know. I like the chocolate. I've got something specially for you. Hello? Care in the community? How can I help? Oh, Hardy. The Colonel was played by Ben West, Olga, Jackie Tevlin, Laurel, Jackie Powell, Hardy, Stuart Nunn, Arthur the Younger, Pete Warman, Mrs Simpson, Lynn Perriment, and Mr Simpson, Mark Cherry. Sounds from Wavelength's Sound Library and freesound.org. Produced and directed by Sue Rodwell-Smith, Aberforth Manor was brought to you by Wavelength Productions and recorded in Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire.